Hello everyone. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. I hope you guys had an amazing holiday season. I am so happy to be back here with you today. If you are unaware or were confused as to why there wasn't any episodes these past two weeks, or I think three weeks actually, we did take a little break just to take time not only to spend time with family and friends and really enjoy the holiday season, but really to kind of refresh and be able to press a restart button and really come in full force for this 2020 year with this podcast. I'm super excited to see where this podcast goes in 2020 and can't wait to continue it with you guys. So today we are talking about a case that has been extremely recommended by you guys in my emails and in my DMs. Today we are talking about the disappearance of Dulce Maria Alaves. I do want to say that I'm going to do my best to pronounce everything correctly, so if I do mispronounce something, I do apologize for that. But Dulce was five years old when she went missing on September 16th, 2019 in Bridgeton City Park, New Jersey. Dulce was born on April 25th of 2014, and like I said, she went missing on September 16th of 2019. Dulce went missing in Bridgeton City Park, New Jersey, which is where she lived, and she went missing right off of Babe Ruth Drive, which was right behind Bridgeton High School, and we will get all into that, but Dulce was last seen wearing a yellow shirt with an elephant on it. She was wearing white and black pants and she was also wearing white shoes. Dulce has brown hair, brown eyes, and is about three feet tall and she is currently on the FBI's most wanted list for missing children. So let's talk about Bridgeton, New Jersey for a second. So Bridgeton is a tight-knit community and it is made up of mostly immigrants in the community. Dulce's grandparents had actually immigrated from Mexico about 20 years prior to Dulce going missing and they ended up making their way to Bridgeton and Bridgeton is a town inside of Cumberland City. Bridgeton has a population of about 25,000 people in it. So that's just kind of to give you a background of the area that we are working with here. So the day that Dulce went missing, like I said, was September 16th of 2019, so fairly recently, and it started out really as any other day. So Dulce's mother is named Noema Alaves Perez, and Noema also had a three-year-old son as well as Dulce. And on this particular day, Noema was with Dulce, her son, as well as her eight-year-old sister. So she decided that she was going to take all three of the kids to the local neighborhood convenience store so they could get a little ice cream, and then they were all going to go to the park. So the park that they went to is called Bridgeton City Park, and they got there at about 4 o'clock p.m that afternoon and when they got there Noema said that she stayed in the car with her eight-year-old sister to help her sister finish her homework and she said that she let Dulce as well as her three-year-old son go by themselves and play in the park that was about 30 yards away from their car. And there's been a lot of criticism on Noema as far as whether or not she should have allowed her two kids under the age of five to go play by themselves in the park while she stayed in the car, but we are going to get into all of that later, so hold tight on that thought because I know you're probably thinking it. According to Noema, she said that where she parked her car in this parking lot, it was facing the park. And like I said, she said that the park was about 30 yards away and her kids were about 30 yards away from where her car was parked. So she said she was able to watch her kids while she was also helping her eight-year-old sister with her homework inside the car. 
According to Noema, she said that she had her eyes on her kids the entirety of the time that they were at this park. So while they were at the park, she was watching them, but there was about a five to 10 minute time span where Noema said that she was unable to see Dulce and her other three-year-old son. Noema said when this first happened that she figured that Dulce and her brother would just kind of drift back into her vision after a certain period of time, but after the five to ten minutes passed and she still didn't see her two kids, she decided that is when she was going to get out of the car and walk over to the park and make sure Dulce and her other son were okay. Her sister got out of the car and they started walking towards the park and that is when they saw Noema's three-year-old son crying and he had dropped his ice cream out of his hand. So he was extremely, extremely upset and Noema had asked him, where is your sister? And that is when her son pointed to these kind of storage buildings that were nearby in the park as well. The buildings that he pointed to, like I said, were storage buildings and they also kept equipment in them to help upkeep the park, like maintenance equipment. So when people would come to maintain the park, that is where they would keep the equipment that was needed for that. So those were the buildings that he was pointing to. So that is when Noema walked over to the buildings and started calling out for Dulce. Noema said that behind the buildings was kind of like a path. It was a path that led up to the road. So essentially there were two ways to get to this park at least. The first one being the way Noema came to the park and where she parked her car, and the second being the path and the trail that led from the road that led to where the storage buildings were. Noema said that she was walking around and walking down the path and looking in the buildings and she wasn't able to find Dulce anywhere and she was calling out for her name and yelling for her, but Dulce was not responding. At first, Noema said that she kind of thought that maybe she was trying to play a game of hide and go seek, but after searching for Dulce and it becoming unsuccessful, she knew that this was much greater than that. According to Noema, she said that there was no one else at this park during the time that Dulce and her son were there. She said that there was a man who was leaving, a man and his kids who were leaving when they pulled up to the park, but other than that, Dulce and her son had the park entirely to themselves. The only other people that were at this park was a group of girls. Noema said it was about four other girls who were playing basketball on the basketball courts that was kind of, you know, off to the side of where the main general vicinity of the park was. So when Noema knew that something was very wrong, that is when she decided to call 911 as well as her friends and her family to report Dulce as missing. On that 911 call that Noema had made, she said in it that, quote, they're saying someone might have taken her in reference to the girls on the basketball court because Noema had gone up to the girls on the basketball court and asked them if they had seen anything. And one of the girls stated that they saw a man, an African-American man in a red van pull up behind the storage buildings. And remember, like I said, there was a path that led up to the road behind the storage building. So the theory here is that some man in a red van drove down this path, parked behind the storage buildings, and somehow lured Dulce into his car and drove off. There was also an Amber Alert issued for Dulce the night that she went missing. And when Noema was asked, you know, did you teach your daughter about stranger danger? Would Dulce go off with the stranger? Is that something that she would do? Noema was adamant on the fact that she taught Dulce all about stranger danger to never go off with a stranger and if you did come in contact with the stranger and they tried to get you to go somewhere that you needed to scream as loud as you could so someone could hear you and help you. 
So Noema said that because Dulce was taught all of that, it is possible that she might have gone off with someone that she was familiar with and someone that she knew because Noema said that she doesn't believe that Dulce would have gone off with a stranger. But Noema has been adamant about the fact that she does not know any African-American men. And like the theory we just stated, that an African-American man came down in a red van and took Dulce, if Noema doesn't know any African-American men and that theory is true, then a stranger did most likely abduct Dulce. It is also important to remember Dulce's age here. She's five years old. She's probably very easily persuaded. Noema said that she would probably be most persuaded by a puppy and you hear all the time about abductors asking people or asking young kids more so to help them find their lost dog or to help them look for their puppy or do you want to see my doggy? Things like that. So Noema said she could have been persuaded by something like that. There was a sketch released of a man that police said that they did want to interview. They didn't call him a suspect or a person of interest or anything like that, but they did say that they want to interview him. And they want to do this because they believe that he could potentially be a possible witness. And this man is the same man that I told you guys was leaving the park at the same time that Noema and her kids were arriving at the park. That is the man that police want to interview. He is described as a Hispanic man standing at about five foot seven with a slender build and about 30 to 35 years old. He was wearing a white t-shirt, blue jeans, and a white baseball cap at this time. Okay, we're going to take a short break, but we will be right back with more of the Killer Instinct podcast. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems a little counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's Instant Alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in a place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments Apartments.com's instant alerts mean that you can spend less time looking for the perfect place and more time on just doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. All right, you guys, welcome back. So that really is all the information as we know it that is out there. So I want to dive into theories because there's a lot in this case and it gets pretty interesting. So I want to go through those. So the first theory that we have here is the one that Noema believes. And that is the one that says that Dulce was abducted by a man in a red van who came down to the park and took her daughter. It is possible that maybe someone had seen Dulce as she was getting ice cream right before her and her family went to the park and maybe they set their sights on Dulce and followed her to the park and it was more so a crime of opportunity. It could have been someone who was also at the park and maybe Noema just didn't see them and they saw an opportunity to take Dulce and they followed through with it. The girls that were playing basketball never reported hearing Dulce screaming or hearing anyone screaming for that matter or any big commotion 
which personally for me makes me believe one of two things and not to get too graphic here but that could be that maybe someone lured dulce to their car and then covered her mouth so she wouldn't be able to scream and put her in the car and that caused no one to hear her the other one here is that dulce was lured by someone she knew but i do want to kind of summarize this first theory because i think it is important to remember her age i think age is extremely telling in this situation she's five years old so yes she does have some sense as to what is right and what is wrong but at the same time she's only five years old so she's probably very easily you know persuaded to do certain things if someone was luring her with a dog or with candy or whatever the case may be she's probably very easily persuaded so the second theory here is that someone who knew dulce is the one who abducted her whether that was a relative or a friend it could very well have been someone who was familiar with dulce because noema said herself that she really highly doubts that dulce would ever go off with a stranger and whether or not this person knew Dulce's schedule and knew that the family was going to be at the park that day or had spoken to Noema and Noema had told them that they are going to be at the park that day, I think it is a very big possibility. And this theory can kind of go into the last and major theory in this case and one that most people that I have read about have seen and believed to be true. So there was a Dr. Phil interview that came out earlier in December, and I know a lot of people have their opinions on Dr. Phil, but I really do encourage you to watch this interview, not because you're going to learn almost any new information that I haven't already told you, but just so you can get a sense of Noema's demeanor, because the overwhelming majority of people who had watched that interview were extremely suspicious of Noema's behavior, because basically this interview was Dr. Phil asking Noema, all about Dulce's abduction. And throughout this entire interview, Noema is completely blanked face, does not have any emotion, doesn't have any really urgency or yeah, like any emotion or nothing. She was just sitting there slumped over in this chair, just kind of mumbling to herself and talking how you would just kind of talk on a normal everyday. It didn't look like a mother who was so desperate to find her daughter. And a lot of people believe that is because Dulce knows exactly where her daughter is and knows exactly who took her. And the reason for that is because because Noema was the one who sold Dulce. And before we get into the theory, I do want to say, you know, you never want to believe in situations like this that the parent had anything to do with it. You never want to believe that and you never, especially if they're innocent, you never want to pinpoint, you never want to just kind of throw accusations. But I do think that it is important to look at all angles of this. So the first part of this theory that I want to talk about is the fact that Noema let her three-year-old and five-year-old out of her sight for five to ten minutes. A lot can happen in five to ten minutes. And I don't have kids, okay? I don't have children. I don't know. So maybe I'm a way off base on this and you can let me know if I am. But I personally don't think that I would allow my three and five-year-old to be out of my sight for five to ten minutes in a public area. I just don't think that I would do that. Also because if you're helping your eight-year-old sister do her homework in the car, you're probably not just dead focused on your kids the way that you should be if you're letting them go off and play on their own, especially at that young of an age. I want to talk about the eight-year-old sister as well because I think there's several interesting things to note about the eight-year-old sister in this case. The first is if Noema did set this whole thing up to look like an abduction, an eight-year-old is going to remember way more 
than the three-year-old. In this case, the eight-year-old is going to remember what had happened, who took her, facial features, things like that. The eight-year-old is going to remember more than the three-year-old. So it could be that Noema waited in the car with the eight-year-old. That way, she wouldn't be able to recall or remember or see anything that she could possibly say later on when the search for Dulce really started to happen. Because also, she's eight years old. What eight-year-old doesn't want to go run around and play in a park, you know, after school? If she's She doesn't want to be doing homework in the car. I get homework's important, but if you're going to go to the park and let the five-year-old and the three-year-old play, I feel like the eight-year-old would want to go off to the park and play as well. And in the comments of the Dr. Phil interview, I saw a comment that really stood out to me and I want to know what you guys think about it because this person said that it is possible that a reason that Noema could have had her sister stay in the car is because if she was talking to someone about selling Dulce, she didn't want there to be a miscommunication as to which child to take, if that makes sense. So she wouldn't want the eight-year-old to get taken in instead of Dulce. If, does that make sense to you? I mean, that's something that we'll probably never know the answer to, but I just thought it to be quite interesting. I thought it was a pretty interesting point to make because the eight-year-old staying in the car just, it's too convenient to me. And maybe it was just a coincidence because like I said, I don't want to completely accuse Noema because we don't know, but I just find it very just coincidental that that was how it played out. Again, I do want to clarify that these are just theories. We don't know if any one of them are right. There could have been something else that happened that I didn't state. That could be what the truth is that happened to Dulce. There could be a possibility that Noema had absolutely nothing to do with it and was just reckless in thinking that she could let her three and five-year-old go off out of her sight for five to ten minutes at a public location. There have been multiple searches that have been held in the park since Dulce went missing, as well as vigils and press conferences. And as of right now, this is an active investigation. And police say that they are reviewing every single lead possible and encouraging the public to come forward with any possible information that they may have. And as always, I do want to remind you guys that if you know any information, maybe not even about this case, but on something else and you're worried to come forward and you're afraid to come forward, there are anonymous tip hotlines that you can call where your identity will be completely anonymous. You do not have to reveal who you are if you're worried about being put in danger or that you saying something is going to risk or put your life at risk or your family's life at risk. There are ways to get around that. So definitely, definitely. If you know anything, please say something. Dulce deserves justice. She is five years old. She deserves to come home to people who care about her and love her. And let's do our best to make sure that that happens. So make sure that you share this podcast. If you're listening to me on the podcast, the video, if you're watching me on YouTube, let's do our best to spread the word about this case. And with that being said, you guys, that is all for me today. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of 2020 Killer Instinct, the first episode in 2020 of Killer Instinct. I think that's the best way to say it. Make sure you hit the follow button. That way you are always keeping up to date on all the new episodes we post. We post every Wednesday here on Killer Instinct and you are not going to want to miss it. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and I will see you guys next week. And until then, stay safe.